The methods to remove all worries, part nine, triumphing over illness and death. The content of this part is practical methods to triumph over illness and death. Before the illustration, I will firstly clarify what the world in front of you is. The world in front of you is really lifelike for you. It has well-proportioned objects, strange voices, bitter and sweet tastes, various smells, and you who live in it also have delicate physical feelings. Besides, everyone in the world also has different ideas and pursuits. So sometimes you have to admit that the world is real. And you might say, "I took a bite of ice cream and I felt so cool. Is ice cream fake? So how could the world be a dream?" I'm sorry. The perception of the world as true is just a result of being taken in. To put it plainly, in the case of eating ice cream, the cool feeling you get doesn't come from ice cream or from your body, but from your subconscious projection. The principle of this projection is as follows: Your subconsciousness firstly projects three illusions: your body, ice cream, and the cool feeling. Then your subconsciousness gives meaning to each of these three illusions, and its form is as follows. When your body is touching ice cream, your subconsciousness will project cool feeling for your self-consciousness to receive. At that time, your self-consciousness will be certain that all three illusions are true, and your self-consciousness will also recognize itself as a body. This is the result of the subconsciousness being integrated into, and manipulating the self-consciousness. So the intangible subconsciousness not only projects things and body, but also designs and projects all the feelings of interaction. Between things and body, this is the fundamental means by which the subconsciousness deceives the self-consciousness. So, however real and orderly this dreamland is, it is an illusion, and it, that is its an, that is an unchangeable truth. Your belief that the world is true can't compete with that truth. Nor can your thoughts and actions change that truth. Along the way of the pursuit of truth, the moment when you get affected with a disease. Is when you are most likely to be deceived, so you are most likely to identify yourself as a physical body, because you will have to admit that you are a body living in the world because of the discomfort and pain of the body. Therefore, I will expound the root cause of the formation of illness and the basic methods of curing illness, so that you can clear up a relatively big obstacle for your course of spiritual practices. Firstly, the root cause of forming illness is explained. Illness is a form of self-punishment that is manifested by a sin in the subconsciousness. The sin is the result of your previous conviction of someone else or of yourself in the subconsciousness. The form of conviction includes attack and a counterattack, sacrifice and punishment, hatred and revenge, and abandonment and concealment, etc. Because your subconsciousness is already integrated into your self-consciousness and has already affirmed. That you are a body. The self-punishment of sins and guilt sometimes revolves around the body. At that time, you get sick, but sometimes that kind of self-punishment will revolve around the self-consciousness, and you will experience life's adversities. So all the illness of the body and all the adversities of life are forms of punishment manifested by some sins in the subconsciousness. Certainly, this illustration is only about physical illness. Because the adversities of life have already been illustrated in the previous parts, here are two common illnesses for illustration. One, I ate some dirty food during the day and had a stomach ache at night too. I didn't pay attention when I went down the stairs just now. I sprained my foot 
so there was no fracture. But there was no fracture. However, my ankle was slow, swollen and painful. These two types of illness are very common in the world. The first type corresponds the most illnesses in the world. And its connotation is because of that. I got that disease. The second type corresponds to physical ailments caused by external forces. So what are the causes of these illnesses? I ate some dirty food during the day and had a stomachache at night. The cause of this illness is because of some previous thing. Your subconsciousness first projects some dirty food and manipulates you to eat the food. And then your subconsciousness projects a painful feeling for you and combines that feeling with your stomach. Finally, your subconsciousness also manipulates your mind to think. Eating dirty food into your body causes gastrointestinal inflammation and causes the pain. So later I will pay more attention to health. Your subconsciousness uses the illness to punish itself, but your self-consciousness doesn't know all that. I didn't, I didn't pay attention when I went down the stairs just now. I sprained my foot, but there was no fracture. However, my ankle was slow, swollen and painful. The cause of this illness is also a previous guilt. Your subconsciousness first controls your thinking and ignores the safety issue of going down the stairs. Then you fell down because of carelessness. Then your subconsciousness projects a change in your physical characteristics, namely, your ankle starts to get red and swollen. At the same time, your subconsciousness projects a pain and combines the pain with the swollen part of your foot. In the end, your subconsciousness will control your mind to think like this. What a bad luck. I was careless, but the pain is killing me. Next time I go down the stairs, I must be careful. The illustration of the above two illnesses represents all the connotations of the physical illness. The subconsciousness will first project the cause of a certain illness because of some previous guilt. For example, eating dirty things or falling. Then the subconsciousness will project a result of being sick. Finally, the subconsciousness will control your mind to connect cause and effect reasonably. And in this process, the subconsciousness will ceaselessly project the change of some body function, such as the change of immunity, metabolism, and the uncoordinated operation of various organs of the body, etc. Or projects the change of various external body characteristics, such as bleeding, inflammation, swelling, and so on. At the same time, the subconsciousness will ceaselessly project some pain to be combined with these changes. Then you will think you have got an illness. As you can see from the above explanation, the root cause of illness is just some previous guilt in the subconsciousness. Therefore, I will follow this root cause to illustrate the fundamental method and practical methods of healing illness. I ate some dirty food during the day and had a stomach ache at night. When you feel stomach ache at night, you can practice the following thoughts over and over again. 1. I just ate some dirty food in my dream and felt the pain in my stomach in my dream. The world is just a dream. Note, this practice is exactly true forgiveness. It can make the illness and the subconsciousness meaningless first, and then you can move on to the second step. 2. You should find a reference beside, beside you, preferably a person, and then you can give him the idea of it of innocence, and then you continue to extend innocence to the whole world and all people. Certainly, if you are alone at home, you can directly think about the innocence of your neighbors or people on the street, and then extend that innocence to the whole world and to all people. No, this practice will make you a peaceful miracle mind first, and then your thoughts and beliefs will jump out of the perception that you are a body, and you will be able to separate yourself from the subconsciousness, world, body, self-consciousness, and illness. Three. 
At the same time that you keep the second practice, you should think like this. My current pain and the process of being sick is a result presented by some sin and guilt in the subconsciousness. But the subconsciousness and sin is illusory. So the process of getting ill, that sin and guilt presents the event of eating dirty food and the result of illness is illusory. And at this moment, that is true for all the sick people in the world, so no one really gets sick. Note, this practice focuses on binding sin to illness and to the process of getting ill and then applying true forgiveness to all of them. It also focuses on true forgiveness of all other people's illness and suffering. If you understand that the illness and pain of others are illusion, then your illness and pain will be illusion. Then your mind and cognition will be more firmly integrated in miracle mind. 4. You can practice entrustment of fear and tell yourself, even if the pain in my stomach doesn't get better for a long time, I, I accept it. I accept it, because however long the pain and discomfort will last, it is just a fantasized situation for me, so I will accept it. No, the, part, the patient fears that his illness will not recover quickly, and the patient does not want to live in pain and discomfort for a long time. So you need to accept all the situations you are afraid of, and don't want to go through right now. Such practices will make you a fearless miracle mind, and then your cognition will get fully beyond the control of the subconsciousness. 5. You need to think hard in the state of, of maintaining miracle mind. Who are you hating now? Who else do you want to attack, change? To whom else have you sacrificed? Who else do you want to punish? And then you should think. What fears do you have? Are you afraid of those situations or those relationships? Then you should think whether you need to do some concealed things. Finally, you should think about what kind of person you want to be. What other illusory objects do you want to bind for a sense of self-existence and self-worth? Think about them. Once you have thought about them, you can practice true forgiveness and other miracle thoughts. Note, if you can be alert and practice all the important miracle thoughts in the moment of illness, a large proportion of the guilt in your subconsciousness will be melted away. This practice will be of great help to the recovery of illness, and this practice also shows that your daily practice in life is the fundamental method to preclude illness. So the major method to triumph over illness is to practice these miracle minds, miracle thoughts in your life for a long time. The above five practices are the fundamental methods to heal illness. The purpose is to dissolve the subconsciousness and the guilting subconsciousness because 1. The subconsciousness and things emerge in an organic whole initially. 2. Things are stored in the subconsciousness. 3. The subconsciousness has become the dreamt world and your life experiences in front of you. 4. The guilt and things in the subconsciousness can manifest physical illness for you to suffer. So if you want to cure illness fundamentally, you have to bind the illness to the whole world first. And then you have to forgive them in a batch because either illness and the world become illusions together or become genuine together. There is no room for compromise. You can see from the above explanation that illness is just the result of guilt. So in real life, even if you practice these five thoughts when you are sick, you will not recover immediately because the guilt in the subconsciousness can't be dissolved by you at once. According to the example, to be frank, stomach ache is a result of guilt and the swollen foot is also a result. These results are just a kind of punishment that is being manifested. So you can only practice these thoughts while enduring pain. Then you might ease a little, a bit of pain, or may reduce a lot of pain, or do not reduce any pain at all. Under these circumstances, you can practice the sixth approach. You can cure illness in a secular way. Six, 
if you get an enterogastritis, you can take some medicine to cure it or go to the hospital for treatment. If you have sprained a foot, you can apply medication for relieving pain and swelling. The sixth approach is the most common method of curing illness in the world. So, what does that mean? I'm going to talk about this unequivocally. Starting with subconsciousness, your subconsciousness gave meanings and attributes to everything after it had projected the world and body. At the same time, the subconsciousness designed all the rules and feelings for the interaction between everything in the world and your body. For example, water could quench thirst, food could satisfy hunger, temperature change could affect the bodily feeling, eating, drinking, excretion and sleeping could guarantee the body's operations and metabolism, and so on. The rules included a mechanism, a certain kind of drug or medical treatment would cure a certain illness. According to this mechanism, the subconscious projection was ceaseless. On the one hand, the subconsciousness would constantly project more and more illnesses because of things. On the other hand, the subconsciousness would also constantly project drugs or medical treatments that could cure these illnesses. And these drugs and medical treatments are produced in the form of being discovered or invented by people. This is the so-called medical progress. So the interaction between illnesses and medicine was a trick made by the subconsciousness. The connotation of this trick is that the subconsciousness will not only project the illness that was harmful to the body. If it would, project, if it would only project pains, the self-consciousness would dull this world, so it also projected many things beneficial to the body while projecting pains, so as to ensure that the self-consciousness would no doubt would not doubt the world and would be full of hopes about the illusory world. When you have understood this trick of the subconsciousness, you certainly can use it to get benefits, which means that you can use drugs and medical treatment to cure the illness when you are sick. Because in the world, illness can often gives you a state of insanity, and in this state, it is difficult for you to practice the first five thoughts. Therefore, you can use medical treatment to reduce your pain in the course of illness, and then you, you will get a saner state of mind. At that time, you can better practice the fundamental methods of healing illness. Note, medical treatment is only an expedient for the cure of illness because it neither dissolves things in the subconscious or prevents the guilt from manifesting more illnesses, but it does cure your illness and restore your sanity. So you need to use it, and such methods are given to you by your subconsciousness, so you naturally take it. These are the actual ways of healing illnesses, and then I'm going to talk about death. The illustration of healing illness is completed, so there is no need talking about death in detail. If you are able to practice all the miracle thinking in life, the thought system narrated in A Course in Miracles, things within your subconsciousness will melt away because of years of practices. So at the end of your life, the advent of death will surely be without great physical things, physical pains. That is to say, you are most likely to die without illness, or you will only feel pain that you are able to bear. That's all. Moreover, if you can practice all kinds of miracle mind for a long time, you will not only face death calmly, but also be able to wake up to your truth after de before death. Then you will no longer need to listen to others to narrate what death is. Because you will be fully aware of the fact that death does not exist. In the end, some reminders will be made. 1. 
When you have been practicing miracle minds for a long time while you are ill, you are very likely to go through the situation that your illness will be completely cured by some good doctors or medicines. It is also an external reflection of the guilt being dissolved. 2. If you suffer from the so-called terminal illness in the world, you can also practice according to the explanation in this part. But the final result may be a miracle, or may not be, because it varies from person to person. 3. The false system narrated in A Course in Miracles can directly heal all the mental diseases and hysteria in the world, but it requires you to learn and practice this soul system by yourself. 4. The third book, Love Has Forgotten No One, of the series The Disappearance of the Universe, elaborates on many ways to keep your body healthy and heal illnesses. You can read it on your own. 5. Many of the chapters in the series, The Disappearance of the Universe, narrate the connotations and knowledge of death in detail, and if you want to know more about it, you can read them by yourself. At the end of this part, I summarize the required readings. The required readings I narrate are basic prescriptions to heal all troubles, and all the prescriptions come from A Course in Miracles. Thus, I suggest you to learn A Course in Miracles with the Disappearance of the Universe series and my narrations as I as assistance, I have explained the core content of A Course in Miracles in simple language, and I hope these narrations can lead you to the right path of self-practice. This is my task, and I have two others. 1. Simple annotations of A Course in Miracles. You can find them in the website's special column. 2. Completion of the role of Miracle Spiritual Healer, because this role can help people quickly resolve specific troubles in their lives. In the next chapter, in the next part, I will talk about the spiritual journeys of the healers and the role of the healers for all people. This is the end of part 9.